0: Welcome to episode 8 of the Black Star Neo-Anarchist Actual Play Podcast for Patrons of the Arcology. The Duke has an upgraded cyberdeck. Time to get to work. Well, be sure to eat your tamales near the blue house. What? That didn't even make sense. Or does it?
1: So, recap.
0: We finished up the surveillance job, uh, I've got extra points for it. Maybe not a 100% score, but uh, pretty fraggin' good. And then we used some of our leverage to get the Duke a really nice deck. And we got Sansa's, um lab up and running, uh, making various different uh, medicinal chemicals, both uh, well, pharmaceutical as well as um, maybe some of the more popular recreational ones of the area as well. I'm not above or below. I'm not sure what the right term. It's not something that's outside of my uh, um, moral compass.
2: Do we want to fulfill the cliche of moving into South America and then setting up a Nova Coke shop?
0: Well, the thing is, um, this is as technology lands, so drugs are pretty readily available. It's just um, they're the ones made by the corp and they exactly. control we're them. Going, uh, but some are like
2: old, old, old school made in the jungle with like floor chemicals type of drugs you know that lab yeah. stuff.
0: That just gets you dirty looks from Sans, which, which doesn't happen very often, but <laughs> you get to see what Sans's dirty look is. We're
2: going to get a couple gallons of bleach, a little industrial adhesive, binding agent, some hot flames, magic chemistry, and then bam, bathtub drugs. He
0: just shakes his head. That said, do any of you have any particular, um, oh, shall we say, just straight up substance addictions? I can at least make sure you get the cleanest versions of your, um, requirement.
2: No, but I'm always willing to start one. Yeah, I'm a fan of Psyche and Novacoke. Always good toys. Oh yeah, Psyche would be fantastic. I mean, if you can whip up something like Jazz, or even better, I mean, Jazz without the without the Fallout would be just fantastic.
0: Yeah, I can, I can uh, uh, cook Jazz up something 2.0. that would make things less, uh, have you know, maybe some uh, less chances of problems with drug interactions if you end up stacking more than one. And um, you know, less overall impact on your system, but... Uh, something like Jazz, is you can't take the crash out of the Jazz, I'm afraid. I could cook up something much more potent than Jazz with uh, still a significant significant crash.
2: Well, yeah, that way, I mean, if we're going to have the same uh, drop, we might as well make it better.
0: Uh, what sort of, um, well, I guess, so
2: uh, Sands...
0: Sans will actually go through, and any uh, party member who is, um, or team member who is uh, willing to undergo a little bit of a medical examination, I'm just going to get a good readout of your attributes—uh, which ones are already augmented, which ones aren't, which ones you might favor boosting—just to get an idea of maybe some concoctions that might be particularly useful for you. So I guess I'll start with the Duke. Uh, how about you? What um, what attributes do you already have a, a means of boosting with, say, cyberware, or biware, or something, or magic? Uh, I've
2: got, got I got brain gear to uh, boost your old uh, IQ.
0: Is in logic is already boosted?
2: Yep, that's already ceilinged out at nine. I mean. In psyche, you'll pretty much bump me up to the ceiling. The ceiling. Uh, Since I like to work in AR, anything that could bump up my my reaction a couple points would work, as well as intuition.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you have a means of boosting your uh, reflexes in physical space?
2: Uh, Outside of the wired reflexes, I mean, I kind of already got that covered.
0: Okay. Yeah, wired reflexes have you covered there. Then. All right. How about you lately?
3: Well, I've got got Narco already installed, which is just handy. Yes, certainly. And I've got uh, Cerebral Booster, making me uh, think a little bit more clearly.
0: That's the Intuition Booster?
3: Uh, no, that's a Logic. Logic Booster. And like I said, I'm a fan of Novacoke and Psyche for the, uh, the effects they've got. Other than that, I, I don't have much in the way of
2: augmentations.
0: Okay, so with you, anything special I'm going to want to cook up And so that it does not interact poorly with Psyche. Got it. Hmm. Um, Do you
2: have anything that could, uh, do you have anything that can step how Psyche works as far as like when it kicks in? Like, I mean, it's It's great, but
0: it's, uh, as far as it's concentration effects, it's fairly unique in that. um, Like, I don't know of any other compound that would produce that effect. It's, uh, you know, mental uh, boosts uh, can certainly be uh, uh, more or less replaced by other drugs and i can make ones that kick in faster
2: i mean if you can whip something up boost the old iq uh quicker than psyche with uh similar
4: effects i'll be all for that
0: all right what about you padre uh, bless
4: you my son i am good padre don't like to party
0: oh, this isn't about party it's uh no yes um, so does your your vows preclude any um medicinal enhancements
4: I feel I do. I feel I do very well with without additional uh, medicinal enhancements.
0: Oh, certainly, that is not a question at all whatsoever. The question is whether or not you could do better as well with them. And I'm trying to determine uh, what your boundaries are on the subject.
4: Uh you know, I'm kind of struggling oh i lost my spanish accent <laughs> <laughs> i struggled with the confines of uh how you say the the legal and moral uh boundaries between using enhancements and not so uh, perhaps i will ponder this more and uh, and speak with you later
0: very well Yes. uh, Well, uh, I will be open to discussions uh, for some uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Should you ever be interested in uh, that avenue, but I will not pursue the discussion with you any further. I I get a bit of that sense from our our driver as well, but I'll I'll, I'll approach him at some point and see if he's uh, what his uh, position is on on, uh, driving while intoxicated. Okay, well, I'll get to work on a few recipes here and there, but um, in the meantime, I'll need something more of an operating budget. Right now, I've got things running to the point where they're covering our regular expenses, but I could use some additional income with which to to work with things. Also, we haven't exactly gotten all that much closer to our initial objective.
3: Speak for yourself. I've been doing a bit of research and investigation around town, and I've got uh, the names of a couple of useful people that might be able to provide some some good targets for us, targets of opportunity for uh, blackmail or perhaps uh, 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 infiltration, uh, taking out uh, uh, people, taking over people to uh, get into the, the corporations and get access.
0: That sounds promising. Anything specific for us to move on?
3: As I check my notes. Let's see. I don't think I've got a name down here for the uh, the Bunraku Madam. Call her Madam Butterfly.
4: <laughs> there you go. What's Butterfly in Spanish?
0: Is not it Mariposa? Mariposa. Or something? Yeah.
4: El Butterflyo. That's that just about the same. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no. No, I, I've I've had uh, little ones recently, so so I've learned a few words through Door the Explorer. But, so, my, my kids are embarrassed whenever I bring Dora the Explorer up, so I make sure to do so in public from time to time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, Mariposa? So what was...
3: Nope. Mariposing? Yes, has... I met uh, Mariposa, who runs a, a a parlor for those with uh, specific prurient interests. We can probably get some, uh, some videos, some recordings, and uh, perhaps turn that uh, back around into turn it into a new yen or access preferably access first because then the new yen could end up being uh, a bit larger
0: well i could i wouldn't mind uh, getting out of lab for for a bit it's been awfully busy in there i also wouldn't mind the new yen coming in so i can get some proletarian drones and uh, get a little bit of a uh, little bit of a uh, drone network going on there to keep things rolling so i don't have to spend so much of my personal attention on it
1: um, does the Duke of Dex, do you still have that uh, anarchy punk culture knowledge skill?
2: Oh, I definitely do, along with conspiracy theories. I feel like they kind of go hand in hand.
1: Uh, could you go ahead and roll your uh, punk culture or anarchy punk culture skill?
2: Happily. And I used wrong buckets.
1: That's
0: a totally different role-playing game. Yes, it is. <laughs> And parentheses aren't even in there.
2: Well, I'm operating on zero sleep. What was the, what
0: was the... The square brackets. They're just That's to the of right, the backslash.
2: Brackets. Man, it's been a long day. Here we go. Four hits on 11 days.
0: Okay, uh, and I
1: believe that the Duke of Vex is the only person that actually has any knowledge skill related to um, uh, anarchism. Uh, the, the politi- politics and philosophy of anarchism and neo-anarchism out of, uh, the, out of the four of you.
2: That's because
3: the duke is legit. We've got some political knowledge skill, but, uh, yeah, I don't have anything particularly about anarchism.
1: Okay, I uh, am going to... Uh, the duke of Dex, you guys remember you were with the Ngabe uh, village... And you met uh, with all the other people out there,
2: oh. all the different factions in the area.
1: Yes, and uh, you know, you, you, the, you guys are talking about like, what's your position. You know, what are you guys doing out here? What is it that you want to accomplish? Um, so, what you want to think about is like, what is the kind of uh, uh, anarchist ideal? How would people be living? Uh, yeah, and your guys' mission is here to really promote and establish that. Now, you guys are what you call a political action arm or uh, the heavy hitters, uh, the militants uh, arm uh, of that. That's what Black Star is specifically. But um, there's a reason these other groups, uh, you know, have, they have many of their elements of what they do are in line with the anarchist vision. Otherwise, you wouldn't uh, work with them or do things with them, or at least they don't oppose uh, you uh, completely. Um, One of them to think about is um, if you look at uh, successful anarchist communities, for example, in Berlin, there's uh, neo-anarchist havens that are there and have actually been there a long, long time Um, uh, it's about creating a place where people live under the principles of, uh, the anarchist principles. So, um, if you're, if you're really here to introduce anarchist influence, um, you create a community of anarchists who live together and that's really where you draw the people that are, uh, uh, really uh, into or belong to anarchy uh, and do things. If you're going to recruit, uh, and that's something that isn't here, uh, obviously. And when you think about things like your uh, politically destabilizing uh, would be to somehow support or introduce uh, some form of anarchist-based or anarchist principled community into this area. If you look at the set of people that you talk to, uh, one an example uh, is you know that the green living uh, people, um, they are very close to being an anarchist community, uh, though their principles are more about um, working with nature and and doing those things. But it is a lot of it about also about being removed from the oppression of the Big Ten corporations and the Aslan, and being able to live uh, with the planet because the government interferes with their ability to live in a self-supporting green community. And one of the ideals of an anarchist community of any kind would be to be self-supporting because then they're able to live individually under their own philosophies and not have to uh, and, and govern themselves or be able to take care of themselves individually than rather, rather than dealing with the monolithic uh, corporations and Aslan government. Now in Berlin, the neo anna Pierce community, they're like known for their awesome parties.
0: Well, we've been providing some medical care to the uh, locals here and there. I know we've got that kind of set up. We've been using the church kind of as a base of operation to get this started. We don't really have an enclosed community. I guess Sands is a bit worried that would be a little bit of a target after his, his, his uh, previous experiences in a war-type situation.
4: We've also been working on the hearts and minds of the local populace through the church and through the clinic.
1: Well... Sands has a particular view of life and knowledge, and his knowledge skills reflect that.
0: I guess with all of our interactions with the public, are there any specific problems that they have, or anything that they've mentioned? Gangs giving two, them trouble.
3: Gabriel, the uh, the and elder that I got to know.
0: Well,
1: you know the the oh, hang on a sec.
2: I mean, do we have a, do we have a community hospital, or free store, food bank, or anything like that in the area?
0: Yeah, uh, we've just set up a, a little bit of a clinic operation between Padre providing some magical healing and myself uh, doing a little bit of a uh, work with what what little medical training I have. Uh, as well as we found a few locals who who do have some knowledge and skill, we uh, provide them some of the materials that they need. We manufacture some of the drugs that are needed. Antibiotics, of course, are in short supply. We've done some good work with that lately, and I uh, focused some of our monetary uh, efforts in in uh, cooking up some some Nova Coke that is, uh, you might say, a cut above uh, what's normally out there on the streets. So
1: Gabriel mentions to you that um, <laughs> uh, that the lunatic spell casting horrors of the Brotherhood, who are this little neighborhood gang, where they are. Uh, took away all of their Hermes icons
4: Oh, that is
3: unacceptable What? I'm trying to control information Why did they take them away? Did they say? Did they give a reason?
1: Uh, they're the lunatic spellcasting
2: horrors of the Brotherhood They can, so they did
4: I do believe <laughs> we will have to go and remedy that
0: yeah, So what What do we know about this gang called the Brotherhood And their lunatic spellcasting horrors I, I don't know what you know um, Sands doesn't know anything. I have, don't, I do not have a appropriate knowledge skill, other than uh, what I might have heard from anyone just mentioning something while they were hanging out at the church, maybe, but it's uh, it's not a subject I've been actively pursuing.
2: Well, allow me to do some matrix.
0: I do have an organized tr- crime knowledge skill, but I assume that's not applicable.
1: All right, to, so you guys given a name, uh and uh, you have the name and you you do your search, and this is really easy, because apparently the lunatic spellcasting horrors of the Brotherhood have recently come into possession of some Hermes icons and taken a lot of selfies and posted them to share with everybody and started these feeds uh, of all these lunatic spellcasting horror things that they're doing, looking for more brothers. Uh, And uh uh from what you can tell there's uh, eight of them you're pretty sure with all the pictures that you know total you just go okay there's eight different pictures of guys here and uh they're uh, they're all um they're they're all uh look like uh, young teenagers of uh, both sexes um and uh Uh, They seem to have uh, scarified themselves um, in their face and upper body and uh, done something really strange where they've uh, kind of uh, welded in or attached or did something where there's these uh, um, three to six inch long flesh appendages that come off their chins or lower face uh, and coming out of their neck.
2: Do they look and, like Reavers from Firefly. <laughs> uh,
1: no, otherwise they're uh, they they uh apparently have uh, good clothes and they all have Hermes icons. Um um they look poor uh for uh, and uh, they um uh you don't actually see any spells or things happen, but they go around doing gestures like they're casting spells, just like they do on the, tridi- on the trids.
4: Would anybody care to assist me in retrieving stolen property from the Lunatic Spellcasting Brotherhood and their Lunatic Spellcasting Horrors?
2: Well, I mean, if we're talking about community building, we could see why they took them and what they need them for, and maybe they'd be willing to help us uh, get more and or help those around them.
0: Mm, yes, just, maybe we can. This, just, we can just shoot them up. Good. You
2: know, I'm, I'm good with either.
0: Sorry, I just this,
3: rolled a 11 dice for my elven conspiracy theories knowledge skill. Uh, what do I know about uh, what the immortal elven brotherhood is secretly doing in the background to uh, work with local um, pretend magic gangs.
1: Oh, these are totally guys, maybe an offshoot of the people with the bloody thorns in the forest. You know, they might be really powerful physical adepts that uh, uh, supposedly are immortal and around for the fourth and fifth
0: ages. Padre, are you able to... Ascertain whether or not they have actual magic at their disposal. If you were able to observe them,
4: uh, yes, I would need to observe them. Uh, I think which... maybe
0: we'd best uh, confirm that before we pursue any direct course of action against them. But uh,
4: yes, agreed.
0: Uh, I I do like what the the Duke was, was hitting at here, though about um, no. I don't think we necessarily need to go in guns blazing on this. Uh, these are a bunch of uh, local gangers who maybe if they're provided with the right direction, could be of use to their community rather than a bane to them.
4: Yes. And I of use I to should, us. I think I would speak to Jose about this and see what he says about the Fellowship Spell brotherhood Caster Horrors.
3: I think they may be interested in taking a longer view about this sort of thing. We should definitely see if we can uh, uh, speak to them with, with that in mind.
0: You know, they certainly as as people in the community. They would have been uh, someone we'd happily give a comlink to, but taking them away from people—that's just not nice.
4: Uh, so, Nick, I want to contact my uh, street kid contact named Jose.
1: All right, Jose uh, comes by every meal time for a meal, so he's he does. easy to
4: reach. So when he's having his soup and his bread, I will bring him an apple and say, Jose, do you have a moment to spare for me? Jose oh, sí, padre. I would like to know about the Lunatic Spellcasting brotherhoods, Lunatic Horror Casting Spells. Uh, have you heard of this group? Oh, they're very scary. Can you show me or perhaps not show me, could you tell me where they may be located?
1: Oh yeah, they, they you know, it's a uh, Four streets that way, and five over to the right. And then there's a blue house. Uh, It's kind of this weird blue. It's this house. It's just blue. It's, It's weird. I can understand you can see blue, and you can feel blue, but oh, you can hear blue when you're there. Very disturbing.
4: Okay, very good, very good. Uh, Have you heard uh, they have stolen some of the uh, Hermes icons from some of the townspeople? Do you have any idea why they would do this? Uh,
1: Okay. You know, did they really steal it? Did some, you know, did they, because I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, people just give them
4: stuff. Uh, Do they give stuff because they are afraid? and they don't want to get hurt? Or do they give them stuff because, hey, you are my friend, let me give this to you, and you can enjoy it? Or do they give it to, you? hey, please don't hurt me, take this? Um,
1: I, You know, I, I, I don't know. I just know if we go there with something shiny, we, we don't have it. it. It's theirs, I think. Anyway, that's what Francis told me.
4: Oh, could you introduce me to Francis? Maybe I could uh, speak with him, please? Oh, uh, some
1: of the Jagueros took him. Ah, peachy Jagueros.
4: How long ago was this?
1: So, are you just gonna walk over there, confront the lunatic spell casting? Uh, uh, the lunatic spell casting uh, horrors.
4: I, I might wait for uh, some of the rest of the Black Star crew, but
0: uh, well, yeah. there's also there's also the matter of if these people are posting on on the Matrix. And also, um, these are callings that we had uh, provided. Uh, maybe, um, uh, the Duke, you could uh, try out some of the features on your new deck, perhaps, and uh, trace these down for us, and actually get a physical location, see if that matches up.
4: Oh, yeah, four, absolutely. Four streets over, five streets down, it's a blue house. And you feel blue, a... and you f- hear blue, and you are blue.
2: How does one exactly feel blue again? I don't I mean, like, know. other than down in the dumps and you fix that with Novacoke, that's my solution. But that's <laughs> evil blue.
3: <laughs> I think you need something else similar to Novacoke, but not.
0: It depends. Yeah, like yeah,
4: mean, the same, but different.
0: I, I've heard of people um, viewing things in astral space having se- uh, se- se- having sensations similar to synesthesia, uh, such as that. But um, I've also noticed that depending on the particular chemical p- compound that you use, um, blue can have a somewhat different. A sense to it. You get different shades, right? I doubt they're pumping uh, uh, psychedelic chemicals out into their um, front lawn, though. There must be some other explanation for this. I mean, I've heard of these clubs in Vladivostok that would uh, have these living walls that it, that constantly exude compounds um, compound similar to X, but but that's an enclosed space. Padre, do you have, in, do you know of any magic that would result in this? That w- would result in the
4: uh, feeling blue. They both have no- what, what I, I don't yes. understand what you're asking.
0: Uh, do you know of any uh, magical explanation for this? Uh, a description of blue.
4: Uh, it could be many things. Could be be uh, influenced to feel blue, or suggested to feel blue, or maybe there's a blue spell.
0: Hmm. Well, if we could corroborate that story by. Maybe tracing down one or more of those comlinks. Uh, who knows what else you might be able to find nearby about a hack as well. It could be a wealth of information before we actually uh, make any overt moves towards them. Once we do, they should be on our terms, and uh, we should have a much better idea of what we're walking into. Perhaps
4: uh, you are right. Perhaps more research is needed. So
2: the Duke has been sitting here, kind of clackety clacking away on his uh, cyberdeck, uh, running matrix search for these specific comlinks to see where Virtually. they are presently.
1: Virtually clackety clacking Or did you install the special mod that your your haptic controls actually cause your deck to emit uh, audible sounds as you're doing it?
2: Mechanical keyboard, yes.
3: Displays an AR display of a, uh, an old-school mechanical black typewriter in front
2: of you while you're doing it. Yeah, pretty much. And it has that nice clack 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 clack, 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 clack sound.
1: Excellent. Um... So it's it's slightly challenging in that you uh, you know, these are eight out of a thousand com links that you guys uh, manage and you don't know an exact owner, you no. Know, but uh you basically you go, Okay, it was serial numbers, the this from that, uh and uh and you figure out the range and go, Okay, look for all the ones in this range and you kind of uh, cut it down out of all the ones that you had records of that you can uh, track, and go. Okay, I think these belong to these guys that live over there. Gabriel has, that talked about these people, uh, and uh, and maybe these ones are it. And you go uh, and uh, do your search to kind of figure out um, uh, where these uh, where these icons are. Uh, it also helps that you were part of handing all of these out, so you've seen or perceived the icons uh, for, of all these Hermes icons. Wow, did you get that there? Um, and um, uh, So we can filter all that out and kind of track them down, because it's not the comlink numbers that you track down, but the actual icons of the devices. But since you manage the devices and hand them out you have a kind of history that you can go through to catalog all these. So that's where your search does. you get them, and you find them, and you go, okay, where are these eight that I think are the ones missing, or maybe between a dozen that you're kind of tracking down. Uh, And you find there is a grouping of five of them uh, at this location that Padre has described of like four blocks that way and five blocks over there, uh, which in a straight line is about, you know, six blocks or seven blocks and you go there, which you might be able to do because some of these blocks have been uh, actually torn down and are these big piles of uh, uh, rubble uh, in there. So, yep, there's a physical location there. It seems to be a grouping of them there. And uh, what are you going to do next?
2: Let's go introduce ourselves. (laughs) Let's do that.
1: All right. It, It takes you about three microseconds to... Just hack right in and get marks on all these devices, and just shove your presence into all of these and have your way with them, because you've got this brand new Hermes Caduceus, uh, and apparently it's uh, slightly easier to work with Hermes Icons with this.
2: Yes, it is.
1: It's asked if they share a common uh, architecture.
2: Yeah, uh, if we've got a, if we've got the mojo going on. Can we? Can I? Can I listen in and see what they're, uh, see what they're doing?
1: So you're going to basically remotely turn on the audio inputs or listen to whatever, the, or what you know is a dirty secret that the audio input's always on.
2: That's right, Big Brother's you're, always listening.
1: They're always listening, uh, but you're going to let, you're going to channel the input to to your guys. And, uh, okay, um, you guys hear uh, kind of this. Uh, uh background uh, humming that varies slightly in there in there um um kind of hard to make out there's definitely a sound you're picking up there is a noise being generated there um and you'd almost as it it would dismiss it as some kind of background buzz or hum um but it changes slightly and as you as you're listening to it, uh, you do not hear any voices or any other noises going on there. Do you have electronic warfare?
2: What good Decker doesn't, but yes, yes I do.
1: Could you make uh, your electronic warfare roll?
2: Yes, I can. Twelve dice for five hit.
1: So you think you um this is a kind of signal? You go oh maybe we I kind of run this through something. Um, some some software to analyze it. Maybe uh, maybe it's white noise generator type thing that you can then cancel out, or maybe it has some other meaning. But you you think he, uh, uh, you can use electronic warfare to uh, take a look at the signal and figure figure this out. So why don't you use um, do oh uh, do you have software? Yes, I do. You want to make a software test,
2: yes, i do fifteen dice for seven hits they might have capped. let me look.
1: I think it's the data processing limit of your deck
2: uh yeah, I'm good. I'm at eight presently, so I've got all sevens,
1: okay, so you you um Take your understanding of electronic warfare and working with signals and knowing you need to convert or run them through things to analyze it. You run it through some basic analysis uh, uh, stuff that you pull out of the matrix and say, oh, let's run it through this or run it through that, see what it does. Things like slowing it down, speeding it up, changing the amplitude of the waves because, you know, sound is waves or mess with the bits. You do all of that. And uh, you, you go okay. Um, now I need uh, you to do a composure check, please.
4: Composure,
2: you say. Let's see where that is. Oh, I don't have a whole lot of dice for that. I think you got six. Yeah, I do. I got a hit.
1: Okay. Um. So you you've kind of massaged this and scrubbed it. Definitely. Uh, the key thing was this: was to kind of speed it up and change the amplitude slightly. And now you've got this kind of creepy, uh, kind of acapella, meaningless song thing going on that has like a little, uh, little weird sensation in background. And you've just got where the hairs on the back of your neck—if you thought you had in New York—you get that feeling at the back of your skull. You know, as if you think somebody's right there about to shove a knife into the back of your brain and twist. Up.
2: What the frag? Oh, I'll save that for later.
1: And you you can almost understand. Am I hearing blue? Actually, no.
2: So the Duke would kind of pop out of VR and, and, I don't know, kind of just glance over at you guys and shrug your shoulders and raise a hand like, I don't even know what the hell I'm listening to.
1: And all five comlinks are recording us as a kind of input signal on the audio.
2: Any of you guys that uh, finger wiggle know what the hell this is? This is uh, this ain't my area.
4: I will listen to it attentively. But give me the heebie-jeebies. It might be mentioned I... in the Ritual of Power.
1: Uh, Padre, could you make a composer check, please?
4: Composure yes. Uh, three hits on 13 dice for composure.
1: Um, it's kind of odd, you think, uh, I mean, you're kind of used to these Gregorian chants, um, you know, uh, um, and the difference for you is with Gregorian chants, at least, you know, hey, it was Latin to begin with. You know, this, you have no idea, you know, what it is, but definitely, I mean, this sounds like a cappella music of some kind.
4: Okay.
1: All right, so you guys are listening to this creepy music. Yeah.
2: Any Anybody got any ideas? This ain't, this ain't normal radio matter. I mean, it's nothing in my wheelhouse.
3: Yeah, I said it might be an ancient ritual of power. Oh, sorry, I was messing
2: around in AR.
0: Well, I think we get need to get someone with the... Uh, well, I think we need to get Padre with some actual eyes on that location so uh, you can see if there's anything hinky going on in the magic space, right? And I think the rest, rest of us better be nearby to back him up just in case something goes wrong, but... Uh, I hate the idea of going into a place blind with some sort of strange magical phenomenon going on. Uh, lately, you said you thought you knew something about the magic power ritual? Do you, have, do you, do you know which one they're doing? Um,
3: well, there you know. are there are rumors of uh, an ancient group using their... Their power to to funnel energy into into their own bodies as a protective ritual, um, something something with thorns. But uh, anyway, they they might be they might be tapping into that to to reawaken the the energy within themselves. Um, I should probably go with Padre just in case uh, if. Uh, if they are who I think they are, they they may speak Spirethiel, and uh, I don't think Padre speaks that. Do you?
4: And Padre will start speaking Spirethiel to you. Oh, you do. All right, good.
0: I speak a little bit. But, uh, I, I uh, speak up and say in Spirethiel. I uh, know a few words as well, though it's obvious that I have only rudimentary training on the on the uh, by my um hey, how I hey, speak look. the words.
3: And I, I really? say in Sprethiel, it's good that you all uh, speak the true tongue.
0: They're all true elves, or at least trying to be true. Well, I'll certainly be around in case there's trouble, too.
2: Yep, I'll so, be there as well.
0: And uh, Actually, um, lately I've got a couple things I've cooked up for you in the meantime. Um, Two different variations. Why don't you try them both out and let me know what you think. At the same time? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, not at the same time. That would probably knock you on your ass. And... um. I don't think it would be fatal. But um, there is going to be a mild crash effect. And it should last anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. Um, it'll take a few seconds to kick in, so uh, don't slot it when you need it immediately. But maybe give it about 10 seconds. One of them should give you a straight-up strong charisma boost. The other one should be a fairly strong charisma boost, but also up your willpower. Though both will limit some of your um, hand-eye coordination and um, uh, physical strength.
3: Ooh, that sounds risky. I'm uh, So,
0: in short, I'm not the strongest
3: I, elf on the block as it is.
0: I've got two options for you. One is uh, they both will do agility and strength of minus one. Uh, two stun crash damage unresisted after um, wears off. Uh, takes three combat turns to kick in and will last for 1d6 times 10 minutes. The positive effects are an increase to social limit of plus one and either charisma of three of plus three for one of them or charisma plus two and willpower plus one for the other, and uh, that's not taking into account any of the bonuses for your narco. So these are both dr- uh, drugs to take when you know you're going into a difficult social situation of some kind, and don't expect to be doing a lot of um, jumping and fighting and picking up heavy things. Gotcha. They should have a pretty low impact for addiction, uh, though. If you're more tolerant of that sort of thing, I could always make one that would last longer.
3: If you could paste those into the chat, I'd appreciate it. I'd like to do a matrix search on this this gang as well to see what I can learn about them.
1: Well, the Duke of Dex uh, matrix search did turn... They didn't have much uh, available until they stole these icons. Or until these icons that were part of the neighborhood distribution ended up in their hands when they shouldn't have been.
2: I mean, we could always, like just monitor these for a little while and see what happens
0: I don't mind doing a bit of a stakeout I've been spending too much time in the lab lately anyway I wouldn't mind having something watching my back in the magic space though if um, uh, Padra wouldn't mind keeping an eye out or having, um, asking one of your spirits to do that
4: ah uh, yes, you can call on friends from the spirit realm to assist us
0: just uh, make sure they keep their distance a bit unless there is trouble because uh, I don't need them giving away my position uh, no powers or mojo on me, please. Uh, that way I can talk my way out of things if they do If they do run across me. If I've got a spirit sitting right on top of me and running a concealment power or something, they're going to know something's up no matter what I say.
4: So let's all
1: head to right, so, uh, so you guys uh, take all these drugs and head over and do the surveillance? Let's
4: see.
0: I'm, gonna no, I'm not taking any drugs right now. I'm just going to um, um, give... I'm going to give, uh, lately, a couple of different nodules, uh, both of which have little... They're little uh, uh, portable, uh, disposable uh, one-shot syringes, little hypospray things. They're not necessarily for right now. And if you guys want to drop me off near maybe a couple blocks away, I'll start wandering off in that general direction and find a good good position nearby. And I'm going to stake out the place for a while. I'll spend a little bit of time uh, maybe using my disguise skill to make myself look more like a local... I don't know, hobo, homeless person, whatever. All right. Well,
1: this place is less than 10 blocks away from the church. Right? It's only about... You know, oh, I'll seven just walk then. Blocks.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll catch yeah. up. You, you you dress
1: down and go over there. So uh, you want to fit in? You can do etiquette. Uh, if you want to be sneaky, uh, do sneaking. I don't,
0: don't want to be recognizable as me. Well, that's a disguise role. That's six hits out of ten dice in my disguise roll. Wow, that is nice. Um, I can keep all those. I look like a local, uh, maybe a down-on-their-luck down wino, basically. Oh, where'd Sands go?
1: And <laughs> 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 I'll make my way that direction. Uh, anybody else uh, accompanying Sands? Or he's off alone in the urban wasteland uh, to scout out these uh, this... Uh... <laughs> the lunatic uh, spellcasting horrors of the Brotherhood.
2: Given my I'm... flaws, I probably shouldn't be out amongst the public.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not really a main operator here. I'm I'm just the backup. <laughs> Plus, I'm just eyes on the place, staking it out for over the long term. Uh, we do need to make sure that uh, Padre uh, is able to get a good look at the place. Uh, don't we have a vehicle? Or does Johnny have them all?
1: Johnny, Johnny, man, he's out
2: there racing the streets. He has been on a bender like no other. Got to give the man some props.
0: All right, we need a van or something. You know, so
1: boy, I think you guys suspect that he lost his van in a race, and now he's working his way back up through the street racing scene, trying to win his vehicle back in another street race. So maybe (laughs) whenever he wins it back, he'll return to you guys.
2: Well, I mean, we could always go out and acquire a van. I mean, I can always do the rolls to uh, make it ours.
1: Uh, the people here, uh, some of them will let you borrow their bicycle. Uh, one surprising person here has a
2: unicycle that you can use. There's no thriving rickshaw community?
0: Uh, that's oh, we're, we're totally going to go steal some rich people's car, go to another part of town, reap off a vehicle, but uh, uh, that's going to take some time. We should probably look into these guys first.
4: Yeah, Padre i will just walk. It's not far.
0: Now, lately, are you walking with Padre,
1: then? You know, Padre. I think you should summon an angel and have the angel fly you over there, and then glide down from the heavens and drop you off in front of the house. That would be that would an, be, an yes, ex- yes, yes. That would be an awesome entrance.
0: That—that's later uh, when we're ready to move. Exactly. This is just the recon part of things.
2: That's after we like pump them full of yayo, right? <laughs> or whatever the sixth world version of that is.
0: All right,
1: yeah. Padre, you. <laughs> Vardor, are you walking over there? Uh, what's your approach? you going to go knock on the door and say, hold out your begging bowl and say, you need money for those Hermes icons or what? What?
4: I'm uh, just going to stick the place out for a while. Maybe I'll s- just kind of walk the neighborhood real slow. Uh, when I walk by, I want to astrally perceive their blue house. Um, and then if I'm feeling confident, then uh, maybe I'll just stand outside the door and watch – Physically, and have one of my spirits come and uh, stand by an astral.
1: Okay. Uh, I need an A-sensing test and a composure test, please.
4: All right. Uh, A-sensing. Two hits on a sensing for 10 dice and composure. Four hits on 13 dice for composure.
1: Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I just don't have enough space for stuff. Okay, two hits on uh, the ascending and four on the composure. So, all right. So this house and the area around it, approximately uh, twelve meters uh, radius or twenty-four meters diameter um is subject to some type of very effect manipulation spell. Um can Okay. I,
4: can I counter yeah. it to dispel it?
1: You may certainly try to dispel this spell. Go for it.
4: I will try to dispel that spell. Um I have no idea what I would roll.
1: And you have four hits on the composure. Um uh it is interesting because, you you know, you've never really thought about it before, but blue has a flavor. And oh, definitely. It, it almost reminds you of, uh, of, of tequila.
4: I was
3: banking on snozzberries. Any long-term stuffer shack patron knows that blue has a
2: flavor.
0: Yeah. Tastes All like right. sugar and ice.
2: Oh, is that like purple has a flavor and orange has a flavor?
0: Yeah, those yes. t- like, t- taste like sugar and ice too. Oh, slightly different. One's more it's all red coming and together. one's together blue. I gotcha. Okay, dispelling.
1: You need to do a counter spelling plus magic roll. And then I'm Okay. Gonna do, I'm gonna do spells force plus Kaiser's magic plus amount of karma spent on quick uh, on whatever it's happening to it.
4: I first want to do uh, increased reflexes on myself, and you know, just in case. And uh, then I will do the counterspelling. So seven hits on uh, increased reflexes. And yes. then I will do the Counterspelling. I'm looking at my Counterspelling here. Uh, so for 15 dice I got four hits on Counterspelling. Uh, I think I would like to use a Point of Edge to reroll my misses.
0: And Just make sure you have one saved for your Drain roll on this so you don't know what sort of um, thing you're going up against.
4: So, nine hits total.
0: So, you have reduced uh,
1: the effect of this spell by, of its hits by one, which effectively takes it, makes it one meter less in space. Now you have to take uh,
0: Drain. Uh, direct, do you have channeling? What's that? Do you have the channeling metamagic? I think that was a Force 12 spell you just tried to dispel. Uh, channeling, no. I have centering. Oh, centering. I'm sorry, that's what I meant.
4: Oh, well, yes, then. That's good.
0: Uh, You're probably looking at some physical drain, though. All these things are all in these different books. So, uh, Padre, you're going to have to make a drain test.
4: Uh, For counterspelling? I thought you only do drain for spellcasting.
0: No, when you counter a spell, you have to take drain as if you just cast the spell yourself. So no. you just tried to, to counterspell a Force-12 spell. Of course, your character doesn't know mm-hmm. that. The dice roller just knows that, so... Of course, the GM kind of revealed it with a text there that was, you know, otherwise not necessary, but...
3: Cats out of the that's what right it's out. known as taunting in the business. Yeah, just
0: to let you know that you'd better use an edge to re-roll your failures on your drain test, unless you get a ridiculous number of hits. So
1: I'm looking through a spell list to make sure I got the correct uh, drain code.
0: Okay. Yeah, but you might as well roll while he's doing that. Okay. Yeah, uh,
1: so it's uh, 11 for uh, 11 is the drain. And Uh, it will be 11 physical drain because I believe this is above your magic, the force, or the net. uh, This was also above your magic, excuse me.
4: uh, Yeah, my my magic is six. So I have 15 dice for drain. I rolled three hits, and that's obviously not enough. But you're still
1: alive.
4: I'd like to spend 10 karma to increase my edge from 1 to 2 and then use my new point of edge to reroll my misses.
1: Nope. So you're taking 8 physical damage from drain.
4: Okay then. Yowza.
1: You, you've never thought about it before, but you're feeling blue. A little bit. And definitely the smell of your own pain, and the leaking blood. Um, it
0: contrasts with the smell of blue. Do you have a biomonitor giving off information?
4: I don't think I have a biomonitor.
0: Okay, I'm probably oblivious to this then. Unless you happen so, to be no, really it, close to me when you do it.
4: It's physical. It's eight boxes
1: of physical damage. He has, uh, he actually has like real damaging effects.
0: Yeah, but uh, I'm not necessarily right next to him. I, I moved up on my own to get a good position. It's going up with lately, I think, to uh, stake out the place as well. So,
1: Padre, you're standing on kind of the, the sidewalk, looking at this place. You go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll push back the blueness. Uh, and, um, and you make this big effort, and you, you think you've pushed it back a little bit, but it was incredibly hard to do, and it's really strained you physically. It's going to take a while to recover from this. Now, what do you do?
4: Uh, well, let's see if I've got a first aid. I do not have a first aid kit. Uh, so You have I'm a friend
0: the, with s- some medical skills, you know. <laughs>
4: uh, okay. So I'll in the
0: general vicinity.
4: Dagger back over to the sidewalk and sit down, uh, try not to bleed all over myself, and uh, open my comm and say, I could use some help here.
1: You know, you're really missing that blue. On one level, that blue was very comforting and mellow and soothing.
0: What can I do for your Padre? I got eyes on your position. Looks like you just sat down on the sidewalk.
4: Uh, do you see all the blood coming out of my eyes and nose and ears? Uh,
0: not from here, but um, yeah. I tell you what, do you see the um, you see the uh, one-story building, uh, kind of kitty corner across the street to the east. I'm uh, just in the shadow of the alley. Um, there's an overhang there. Just if can you make your way back over here? or Do you need some assistance? I need assistance. All right. All right. I'll be right there. Lately. Are you nearby?
3: Sort of. What do you need?
0: Just uh, keep it out, will you? i want to move over yeah, to no and Padre Anderson cover. Um, uh, everyone be on your toes just in case. Uh, what happened? I'm saying as I'm moving out uh, sort of uh, I'm trying to move in a way that is rather swift, but not like running all out. I'm going to attempt to move along as if I'm a, a homeless person on a mission. Until I get close to Padre, then I'm going to run over to him and just try to get him into the shadows as quick as I can, and bust out my first aid kit.
3: If anybody is watching, the Dukes, isn't a. I think Padre isn't attuned to the magical forces at work here. His aura is yeah. probably
2: conflicting with the uh, the ancient rites. And if anybody's watching the Duke's feed, you can see that he's like racking his AK and getting geared up.
0: All right, I'm going to get to Padre, and help him do his help do his feet. Uh, kind of walk along with him uh, over the nearest alley where I can get a uh, break line of sight. Maybe get behind a dumpster or something so that we're not in view of this building. Does anything it cost us as we do that? Uh, No. Who would it cost Padre? Come on. I don't know. He just did something. Something it costed him. I'm going to look him over, and uh, after uh, breaking out the med kit and checking things out, I'm going to say, oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, showing all the telltale signs of drain effects. Um, You try to overextend your mojo?
4: I suppose I did.
0: I can uh, I can get I can help you with this over the long term, but you're gonna need uh, you're gonna need some serious rest. Uh, I've got a couple of herbal remedies that might assist. Uh, nothing you'll have to ingest. I mean, uh,
4: anything right now would help.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna offer you some basic painkillers, which essentially don't help at all. But <laughs> a couple aspirin. Um, all right. Let's get you back to the uh, let's get back what? let's get you back to the uh, church.
1: Well, painkillers would do the thing where you can ignore the negative modifiers, for example.
0: Yeah, but I don't have any drugs that have high pain tolerance eight. All right, You, uh, you walk Padre back to the church. It's a long, slow walk. Fortunately, I recently raised my strength attribute from a two to a three. Yeah,
1: Padre, you have the kind of strange sensation of those fluids in your joints are making everything hurt, and you're pretty sure those fluids are probably blood and they're coagulating and getting crunchy little coagulated bits in your knee that you're grinding down. Oh, it's just
4: horrible. That's horrible.
0: All right, so I'm going to get, uh, I'm gonna get um, Padre over to a bed, cook him up with some tea, Special medicinal tea and, um, you know, rub him down with a nice lotion that helps uh, uh, soothe his uh, savage capillaries and uh, give him some general, uh, some nice TLC uh, medical treatment with my medicine skill uh, to help him recover more quickly. And then I'll go back out on the stakeout myself after changing out some of my details so I might look like a different homeless dude. All right. And you're going to go back and observe the house. Unfortunately, Padre, after a day of rest, you're only going to get one extra die from my uh, medical care. uh I I screwed up the tea, I guess. Eh,
4: hey, better than nothing.
0: Actually, you know, maybe I should edge this. I'm going to edge this. Okay, three total hits. You get three extra dice on your recovery roll tomorrow.
1: Uh, thank you. And, uh, Padre, um, you get uh, you get to refresh uh, one edge because you're awesome, awesome
4: pushing back the blueness. Oh, Am sweet, I, I got my one edge back.
0: All right, I got two hits on my subsequent disguise. Just didn't spend as much time on it as the first one. Uh, I'm going to make my way out to, to a good um, a good position to keep an eye on things. I'm not sure what happened there, but um, I want to make sure that my biomonitor is giving off a signal. And uh, you know, Lately, and, um, uh, do would you mind um, just making sure you're kind of nearby so something does happen? Uh, I've got a backup.
3: Sure. I can move in closer. Maybe find uh, a street vendor uh, and pick up some food or something. Give me a reason to hang out in the area. Strike up a conversation with the the vendor while I'm hanging out.
1: Yep. Um, Hayes, um, the vendor, you know, gives you, uh, you, of course, buy a sample of their wares, you know, to try it out and to fit in. Uh, And when you do that, he gives you another one and says, could you take that to that house over there and uh, deliver that for me?
3: Sure. Is it the blue house?
1: The the house is not blue. Well, everybody calls it the blue house, but you look, it's the same color as all the other ones here. It's kind of this brown, um, you know, dirty brown mud adobe uh, uh, type house. But... uh, uh, it's not actually blue.
3: Well, this seems like a perfect time to uh, take a quick hit off of one of those inhalers that uh, that Sands gave me.
0: It's not an inhaler. You have to in- inject it.
3: Oh, I, didn- oh, I didn't spend the extra
0: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a prototype. Okay.
2: Was he having to mainline it?
0: Not necessarily. Really, anywhere on the skin will do. It's got a little like a one-shot disposable hypospray capsule. So you take out this giant ray gun you put it to your neck, and like—it's <laughs> roughly the size and shape of a forty five caliber bullet. Okay, it's like the capsule is, yeah, but you've got to have the hypospray so gun.
2: <laughs> so it's a suppository?
0: No, it's a little one—it's a little one-shot, disposable injection capsule thingy. Psst. Stick it on your skin. You and it gives it it a push? Did you tell it was a suppository? It's not a suppository. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere on your skin will work just fine. <laughs> I'm going
3: to use my palming skill to try to do it uh, uh, unobviously.
1: All right. You uh, pretend you're like slapping one of those mosquitoes away. And,
3: yeah, two hits. Yeah,
1: there you go. You kind of slap that mosquito on the side of your neck, uh, and you get injected. And now you're full of drugs. Which one did you take?
3: I took the one that gives, uh, well, it's giving me plus, plus thir- oh, yeah, plus three to my charisma, plus two to my willpower. And minus one to agility and strength.
0: Yep, your social limit is up by one as well. In addition to whatever that bonus to charisma gives you.
1: All right, first time with a new drug, and to have a dramatic tension, addiction test. Yeah. Um. So you're taking drugs and walking up to this house with uh with uh, uh, this uh, bag of uh, you think is some kind of tamales to uh, deliver. Yep. All right, you carry carrying up to the house. Uh, what, what's your approach? What do you do?
3: Well, I'm walking straight up to it because I'm doing a favor for the vendor, and presumably somebody there is waiting for their tamales. Uh, I'm going to be keeping an eye out on AR for any interesting matrix signatures that might pop up and be, be visible to me as I'm getting close to the house here.
0: As you look over to the right, you can uh, pick up on a little uh, tag in AR that that pops up that just reveals my position. Only you can see it.
3: And I take a bite out of uh, my own sandwich as I approach the house.
1: All right. Uh, nothing happens uh, as you approach. Um, you get up to the door. The door doesn't open for you. Uh, in augmented reality, you can see that there are um, there are five uh, icons in the house. Icons of the icons. Oh. It's part of their advertising I bet um, but um, uh, you see them in there those are the com links that you guys uh, know are in there, and they're all uh, offering uh, uh, offering you know that you can um, put, uh, uh, put a mark on them and uh, access uh, 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 you know to leave a message or you know whatever you do to kind of connect to those con links there, so you could call one of those links in that house right now
3: I think I will uh pop a message onto to them saying tamales are here, and they're they're publicly advertising this stuff, right? It's not any kind of secret uh, uh subversive uh, thing right yep,
1: yeah. yep, yeah. nope, just like uh, when I'm there to pick somebody up when you know I text them and say, "I'm here with the tamales." You can yep. do that. You can just send that message in. No problem. You send that message in. Uh, nothing happens.
3: Then I'll knock on the door.
1: Okay. Uh, nothing happens right away. About 10 seconds later, uh, the door opens. Uh, there's one of these... Um, um, one of these... Uh, uh, there's a teenage girl in um, in a shirt and a skirt. Um, it's poor clothing like everybody have here, but there's our cleaner or better than most people have. And um, she looks at, she looks at uh, the bag, uh, looks at you, and then just uh, takes her left hand and points, um, at, at kind of indicates uh, the, uh, there's a, a bench uh, by the door on the patio, and she just kind of points to, you, indicates the bench there. And then she closes the door.
3: I'll take a seat. And uh, kind of look back towards the vendor and give him, like, a half-smile and wave. You
0: know, mm-hmm. <laughs> can I have a composure test for you lately? You know, sure thing. Uh, Sands is saying, uh, everything okay over there? You just um, sat down on their bench.
3: Four hits on my composure test.
0: Um, you know, that bag of tamales
1: smells really blue. It's kind of soothing.
3: Yeah, it is pretty nice. Set the tamales down next to me. Pat, Give them a little pat. Uh yeah I'm fine I'm just waiting for somebody to come get these tamales I think that might be a a good chance to to give a t- uh, to talk with them about it uh, see what's going on with the the comlinks looks like they're just using them here I mean maybe this is a, a group that we could uh, talk to see if we could get them to to work with us what do you think
0: sounds good to me but they've uh, they've obviously got some power there whatever they did uh, messed up Padre pretty bad. Uh, be careful! Don't uh, don't put yourself in a situation I can't back you up in. But I'll be out here.
3: Yeah, no problem. Hey, if they if they do have a the the connection, I think they do. We we should be simpatico.
0: Good, good. But I got your back just in case. Um, you want to work out a code word uh, you can say uh, out loud if um, something goes. No, never mind. You got a data jack, right? Just send me a text. Uh, from the house next
1: door, a woman comes out with a large. Uh, a basket that she's carrying, yeah, you, she needs two hands or uh to carry, uh, and she uh just walks uh, directly over uh to uh the the house, the the blue house, uh, and right next to uh Lately, uh, uh she comes up on there, sees Lately on the bench and she just puts the basket uh, down on the bench. Uh, and walks back uh to her house, and lately you look in that basket and it looks like a uh, a pile of uh of uh of uh clean laundry.
2: Did you just get gifted clothes?
3: No, I think it's for the folks that live here, obviously they've got uh strong magical abilities, and the the folks in the neighborhood recognize that, and they're they're working to to help them out It's like I've been saying you know when when the uh you know the elves in the neighborhood uh you know do the the right thing people people around them recognize it and, and respond
0: I don't know seems more like magical compulsion to me I mean what the frag messed up padre back there he's I think he tried to push against their magic and it hit him back hard because um it wasn't direct damage, like something I could deal with it was it was a no system uh, that, that weird drain direct that happens Uh Lately,
1: the door to the Blue House opens, and a teen- young teenage boy in nice clean white shirts and uh, nice uh, clean black shorts uh, steps out. He actually, stand up. He He pauses for a moment, uh, looks at you, then steps around you, picks up the basket. Uh, hey, the tamales
3: here are getting cold.
1: Uh, he looks at you when you address him, and he kind of uh, using the basket kind of indicates with the basket the, the bench, uh, and then he turns away from you and walks uh, through the door into the house and shuts the door behind him.
3: Well, that was rude. Yes, it
1: was rude, and it would annoy you, except there's this really soothing sound of blue.
3: But I guess I understand it. I mean, it just kind of makes sense.
1: It was really creepy looking at their little things off of them. Uh, one thing you did observe is the way that they're tapered does look... Uh, 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 normally, people have these hanging tentacle things that they do to be Cthulhuid or whatever. You know, tentacles taper to a tip. These are actually have a reverse taper. Normally. You, you know there's this whole subculture of people that do the body mods to look like Cthulhu. tulip. What? Uh, you're just going to continue standing there?
3: Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to leave the uh, the o uh, tamales here on the bench. Yeah, unless unless I break in here, I don't think they they really want to talk with anybody. They they seem pretty insular here.
1: So you, you're making those comments, and uh, the door opens. Yeah, telling
3: stands over my uh, my data jack. Yeah, the door opens. What happens?
1: The door opens, and a different uh, young teenage girl uh, with a kind of dark uh, brown skirt and a nice clean uh, white uh, shirt uh, steps out with this uh, basket Um, full of dirty clothes now you can see lots of dirty white shirts and uh, shorts and skirts in there and uh, she puts it down on the floor in front of the bench uh, and then picks up the bag of tamales uh, and walks back into the house and closes the door
3: yeah she's she was walking out to get it. I'm um, you know, hey, how how are you? Are you? and try a couple of different languages, see if there's any kind of spark of recognition in her eyes, uh, uh, trying to start up any kind of conversation with her as she's doing it.
1: While you talk, she does stop and look at you, but as soon as you stop talking, she turns away and heads back in the house. So you can do that weird thing like talk and make her pause, you know controlling her actions with your voice. Uh, but, you know, if you don't get any feedback other than, you know, probably she's just listening to what you said. I have said and heard everything you said, but, um, you don't have anything she wants, apparently.
2: Well, these people are definitely creepy. Yeah, they are. They got those dead-eye looks. Like the light's on and nobody's home.
0: Yeah, there's some sort of weird mind-control match direct going on. That's, that's bad news. We've got to do something about it, but... Damn it, Padre's down for the count for a day or two at least. Um, I think I'm going to keep keep an eye out and see what intel I can pick up by just watching the neighborhood in the meantime
3: Yeah, I, I don't know if there's really any kind of mind control going on here, I mean my mind feels fine, I mean things are a little bit blue over here, but I mean that's, that's just to be expected, right?
0: Yeah, but you're an elf, right? And they're using some sort of strange uh, elf magic That could be It probably affects non-elves differently, like uh, how Pottery got hit so bad by it, and you're fine that might
3: be. Hmm. Yeah. Plus, so Padre, Padre was working working against the uh, the natural order of things. I could see how the universe would uh, would uh, blow back against him.
0: So Padre is an elf. Who isn't an elf? Yet? Oh, he is. I'm sorry. Never mind. The Duke
3: is 100 percent human.
0: Uh, so Duke still, is human. And, it still uh, makes
3: sense that uh, even if he's he's an elf, if he's fighting back against the natural order of things, then then there would be some sort of backlash.
0: I don't know. All right.
1: Uh, so, Sands, um, you're observing the house from you know a slightly different uh, perspective or direction. You know, yeah, yeah, and I'm there. trying to
0: really use my uh, disguise, etiquette, con, and sneaking skills to generally try to do so in a way that doesn't uh, make it seem like I'm obviously scoping the place out. Okay.
1: Um, but what you observe is just like in front lately has been there and somebody's come by and, and done something. Uh, actually somebody is also somebody came to the back of the house uh, and took something away
0: all right I, I guess i'll move around to get a better view of the back hey uh lately would you mind um coming around the area here it looks like people occasionally stop by the back of the house and pick something up maybe, yeah, if, I can, can I up, maybe if i can point one of them up maybe if i can point one out to you you can um i guess uh step up and interact with them
3: while I'm heading back there, I'm going to be doing a matrix search on uh, on this blueness, this effect, to see if uh, if there's anything that might uh, might pop up. I guess I'm doing the, the magical equivalent of checking WebMD for the symptoms here.
1: Okay, so you're going around back, uh, and by the time you get around back lately, you see they have uh, there, there's actually a couple uh, trash cans and. Uh, 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 bench things here. Uh, you see on top of one of the trash cans
0: is that bag of tamales.
3: Well, they are just rude.
0: Sorry, rude about what?
3: Uh, that bag. That's the one I just gave them.
0: With the uh, tamales? It,
3: yeah, and if I'm uh, not mistaken, I don't think they ate them.
0: Uh, question here. Did you actually look inside the bag to make sure you were you were delivering tamales instead of, um, I don't know, something else? Because it, it kind of sounds like a drug drop to me.
3: Well, I mean, I wasn't really, you know, paying that close attention, but the guy put tamales in a bag.
0: All right, um, are you comfortable to retrieve it, or should I do it?
3: Uh, why don't you do it? I mean, I'm fine with, you know, dropping off tamales for my potential new friends, but taking stuff out of the garbage, that's that's more of a you kind of thing.
0: I think I'll decide not to take offense at that, and I'm going to start moving up to sneak up to the, uh... Uh, the, to recover that bag of tamales without anyone noticing me, I'm using
1: stealth. That's stealth roll, please. That, so, lately, you're gonna hang around back there?
3: No, I'm. I'm going to to leave. I don't. I don't need to be a part of this.
1: Four hits on my sneaking. So, you're. You've got this bag of tamales in your hand. They're still warm. They smell blue. Can I have a composure check from Sands, please? That would be four hits. Wow. You're. You're thinking, you know, it isn't really blue. It's it's kind of this ethereal color. Yeah, it's ethereal.
0: Ethereal blue. Oh guys, it's not blue, it's like out there, like ethereal stuff and Hmm, it's it's less of a color and more of an idea, you know man?
3: What are I you eating eat those tamales you know? too?
0: Uh and no, I I'll check the bag. Are there tamales in there?
1: Yes, there's tamales in there.
0: Uh, but they look really good. Uh, do you want one? I'll save you one as I take one out and start eating it. Um, it's okay, actually. Not the best tamales I've ever heard. But it's got
1: kind of ethereal undertones.
0: They do kind of taste a certain special something, though. <clears throat> maybe maybe they're passing through stuff through here so it can get the ethereal blueness. And then and then delivering it to the town to spread the blue to everyone, you know?
1: So uh, you're, you're kind of taking these tamales off. As soon as you get out of a certain distance from the house for the tamales, the flavors revert to their normal street vendor flavor.
0: Ah, oh, crap. I, I move a little bit back closer to the house and finish my tamale. It definitely adds a little bit of
1: etherealness. Yeah, and not just a taste... can smell it smell that etherealness
0: that's pretty good uh all right i'm gonna finish off the tamale and then i'll move back out of the range i'll make a note of about how far that is from the house and i gotta get back into a different position and say all right looks like they just passed the tamales right through and didn't do anything with them i ate one and um well it it tasted uh, unusual ethereal i guess is the word that comes to mind um you know, Like like blue is meant to suggest ethereal... Uh, I don't know. I'm not a magic person. Um, but the tamale experience was much more interesting the closer I was to the house. After I reached a distance of... Uh, let's see, what does this say? I checked my uh, range.
1: Uh, you think, you know, it's... It's... Um, uh, the distance from where Padre says he encountered it and where you did... Is over twenty meters.
0: Okay, so about twenty meters from where Padre was near it. um, After I passed outside of that range, the tamale experience really degraded significantly. It just tasted like a normal tamale at that point. I think uh, whatever they do, it's got a certain uh, perimeter effect. Uh, When you get within a certain range, it affects you, and when you get out, it doesn't. So,
1: Sands, Sands, you're sharing your deep uh, ethereal experience. Uh, with your teammates, uh, and, and wandering away with these tamales, uh, what's left of the tamales. And the, the door opens, and um, this teenage boy with uh, in the black shorts and the white uh, shirt uh, comes out uh, with this bicycle, uh, and he brings it out back, and he just puts it down, and then he turns and goes back in the house and closes the door.
0: The dreck! Now they dropped off a bicycle. All right, there's you something all weird no going sense. on here. Right, I know. But, man, you have got to try an ethereal tamale. Come on, come on down here. I picked up a position. There's this dumpster you can get behind where they don't have direct line of sight to the house. You can eat, eat your tamale in your ethereal piece without having them observe you. Trust me, there's like three of them left in here. You've got to try this. All right,
2: I'll be right there. Duke is coming. Can <laughs> look on that Matrix search?
1: Um, so you're, you're looking them up? Um, it's really, really obscure. Um, you, uh, what uh, you, uh, what helps you is they have a quite a long, distinctive name, uh, and you find a little bit of information in that. Yes, um, somebody has in their catalog of you know what are they have this huge list of gang names. Uh, so so somebody is compiling, kind of doing the topography. of of gang areas of control and their name is on that list for this location uh, in there so um, yeah they've probably actually been there for a a while Um, but they don't seem to be very active for anything other than yeah there's a small gang in their neighborhood you know not worth uh, uh, there's nothing there worth uh, stealing or controlling or doing anything there so there isn't much conflict over that area
3: Gotcha. Yep. What about the uh, the symptoms of the, this magical effect?
1: Well, there are plenty of critter powers and spells that can make people feel and sense things differently. You know that you know. There's this the whole horribly shunned area of magic dealing with mind control. Uh, that Anything that
3: gives you an ethereal blueness.
1: Not specifically a theory of blueness, but the one thing that maybe that is here is um, this is affecting several senses, so that makes it one of the more powerful uh, types of spells or more complex or magical effects, because usually the the single-sense things are much easier. Um, You also uh, get some references to things that cause uh, synesthesia. You can't tell... Um, and then there's this whole discussion about whether they're affecting a the person directly or making it real. Uh, and this one might be more and it seems to be making things real based on like the food and stuff tastes different. But, you know, maybe you need to um, you probably could spend a lot more time like researching uh, arcana. Uh, if you had arcana might do it Or somebody with arcana maybe Padre can actually make more sense of what people are saying about this.
3: I'll sum it all up as a little praises to, uh, to pass off to everybody else. And uh, with the, uh, the effects of this drug uh, uh, coursing through my system, I can probably uh, make it at least seem uh, moderately entertaining for folks while they, while they listen, uh, read it.
1: All right. So you guys will kind of sneak up to the spot and share out the tamales and have your uh, tamale experience.
0: Yeah, when when you arrive to where to to the location, Sans is already kinda sitting there, kinda hunkered down uh, within the spell's radius just so just so I can soak in the this feeling of etherealness really. I mean that's not an everyday thing. It's kind of a unique experience. I'll hand them each a tamale as they approach.
2: Well later Oh I don't need a garbage tamale.
0: Oh. I'm definitely eating one. So Duke? It's an ethereal
1: garbage tamale. Oh no, Duke! You're certain it's cerulean.
2: You know, I think it's not quite ethereal. It's different. It's it's definitely magical. It hits your lips, though.
0: I Can know, Right? Uh, I, there's a couple more left in here. Lately, didn't want one. I was gonna save one for Padre, but he, he's so far away, he wouldn't get the effect anyway. Um, we could split the rest.
2: Yeah, we'll definitely go. Mm, <clears throat> Hassies on that.
0: All right, I will. I will pass out the other tamale and and eat the last one myself. You know, as an experiment,
1: you could split this tamale in half. Each of you take a half, take a bite of that half, and then swap those halves and take a bite and see if it's the tamale or you that's having this different taste profile.
2: Oh, that's a really good idea.
0: Ah, sure, we'll try that. Yeah,
1: uh...
2: really going to take the time to savor the experience.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, sans, it's... It's ethereal. The whole tamale is ethereal. You're not sure. Something, you know, Duke, what's this yeah. cerulean business? What does that mean? Um, and and Duke, uh, you can tell sans whatever you want. But yeah, these the whole tamale tastes really just like your other, other tamale.
0: Sure, fine. Cerulean, teal, whatever. It's just a color, man. I'm talking ethereal. It's more on the, the mental idea level, you know?
2: You know, I think if we had enough of these, we could make the business.
0: Oh, lately, where'd you get the tamales from? You said there was a food truck nearby, right?
3: Yeah, I pinged the AR sign for it.
0: Uh, no, no we, we need to focus. Focus here. Um, uh, let's move back out of the radius. Over there. Um,
1: you guys are sneaking away, and the back door opens, and a teenage, uh, young teenage boy comes out. He's got his nice uh, black shorts and his white shirt. Um and uh he comes out and uh, he opens a garbage can and throws in a hermes icon
0: the frag that was one of the comlinks they stole
2: i'll 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 look at it. Is it one of the comlinks they took
1: um yes,
2: I'm going to reappropriate that for the community and then look at and then look at it and to be like, you're right
0: what uh, the frag I know this is ethereal and cerulean and all, but something just isn't right here. This is not the natural order of things. I kind of give Lately a telling look.
3: Yeah, there definitely does seem to be something excess going on here.
0: Does it seem especially dangerous? Like, I think we can give it a day or two? I think uh, having Padre up on his feet would really help our investigation of this.
3: It's giving me a weird cult-like vibe. Not a a happy, friendly, elven cult-like vibe, but something weird. Maybe it's just that stuff coming off their faces.
0: Yeah, none of those people want to Wait, stuff on their faces? Oh, yeah, those things. Never mind.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, you you can understand a few things like, you know, I don't know, like, you know, thorns coming out or something. But, you know, that that has a real magical purpose there, I think. Not like, you know.
1: Actually, it's more like thorns going in with the reverse taper.
3: Yeah, but these are more like tendril things, right?
1: No, it's tendrils have the, they taper the tip as they come out. These taper the other way, so they're thicker on the ends and become thinner where they attach.
3: Right, but they're they're like reverse tendril things sticking out, not like. Yes, they yeah. they're they're floppy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I mean.
0: All right. Well, I think I've seen as much as I need to see right now. I need to go check on padre and make sure he's recovering okay. Help him get back up on his feet as asap.
1: Remember, you guys do have like a whole bunch of cheap cameras that you use before, that you could repurpose a few and stick them around here to watch what goes on.
0: Hey, uh, Duke, you got any of those cameras left? You might be able to mind, uh, uh, I don't know, setting up a surveillance network? I wouldn't mind sticking around a few extra minutes and setting some up in some hard-to-reach places if it'll help.
2: Oh, yeah, they're all back back at the church. Uh, Hmm. can we stop by tamales first on the way? I mean, I just, just for science sake.
0: I think we'd better. Okay, uh, you
1: can get some tamales.
2: Yep, going to get a bunch of tamales, like a bunch, as much as I can buy for like, I don't know, 10 new yen, which I feel like in this part of town is probably most of them.
0: Let's find and out the taste tamers. just as ethereal or cerulean, if you prefer, um, without having passed through the, the house first. We should yeah, eat them see in that it surveillance a, spot.
2: Right, at the, at the port, I wonder if the point of origin of these tamales is the source. Yeah. Maybe there's something going on with the truck.
0: I don't know. It's magic, direct, so it's pretty much out of my area of expertise. I can make guesses and uh, logical conclusions, but really I don't understand the rules of the game we're playing here, so I'm just trying to do what I can. But um, yeah, I'll get back to um, a pod, check, up, check back on Padre before too long and you know, offer him some different medication and give him a tamale. Offer him some tamales. Give him a back rub.
2: Padre, you gotta try these. It's what you taste.
0: Introduce more platelets into a system to replace the lost ones from the blood loss.
2: Hey, hey, wake up! You gotta try these tamales, they're crazy! He probably doesn't want any garbage tamales.
0: Well, if we can, I guess, fast forward a bit. I'm gonna do some general surveillance on this place and medical care for Padre. When he gets healed up, I think we better move on this place in some way.
4: Uh... To heal up, do I do like a body times two? Is that correct?
0: Yeah, it's after a day plus of rest. Body times bonus. two plus three dice for physical damage.
4: Am I waiting on that, uh, Mister GM, or should I do that now? So, do uh, one day of
1: healing. Uh, the, ne- uh, the next day, Padre, you get an invitation. You get an invitation uh, to an event uh, held by the Ordo Domus Sante Marie. Tutun Corum silo Matenorum are holding an event in Panama City, a charity fundraising event, and you have received an invitation to it.
2: Uh, what was that group name again?
1: Ordo Doma Sancte Marie Suetunum Corum Haraicillo Matenorum.
0: Got it. Uh, uh, I just put. What the hell was that? that? Can I figure out what that means? Uh
1: they're colloquial uh it's colloquially known as the Deutsche Orden uh of the Catholic Church. Uh and Ooh, I have a
0: Catholicism knowledge skill that I just picked up. Let me roll that.
3: <laughs>
1: well you can just look it uh, up. just one but. hit. Um and the Deutsche uh the Deutsche well so that you dunno the specific name, but you have heard when they said oh it's the Deutsche Orden, you go, Oh the Deutsche Orden that's the German Order, which actually, uh, like almost two centuries ago, was still called the Teutonic Order.
0: I don't know. It, it sounds really Catholic to me. Uh, Padre, can you enlighten us? See?
4: Uh, yeah, and he will enlighten you, because I have no idea what the frigate it is, But Padre sure knows, and he would tell you.
1: Right. So it's the German Order. They're uh, the branch of the Catholic, the the order of the Catholic, an order of the Catholic Church, which actually, a lot of, most of the active bodies are orders that go out in the world and do stuff. Uh, This is the one that's primarily based in Germany. Um, And they have their fund, originating from the Teutonic Knights and the Teutonic Order, uh, back in the Crusades. Uh, Actually, part of the Holy Roman Empire way back when. Um, But, they are now purely a, an order spiritual and not an order militant. Uh, that's part of their change to be the Deutsche Orden, was they became purely uh, a purely spiritual order uh, and have no militant arm. Um, it is a little unusual that they're operating in Central America. Uh, usually they're predominantly European. There would be parts of Africa they might be active in. Uh, uh, but not uh, not in Central or South America. But they've invited you to a fundraising event and uh, initial uh, you have a paper invitation. Uh, uh, it does not have your name on it. There is a note also on paper with this kind of cardstock invitation with uh, gold print and it's the raised lettering. So like they had to actually press and do this painting thing on it. Anyway, you go, nobody does these anymore, but you have it. And uh, you, there's a little another uh, a card with it uh, that says, please, uh, you and your friends should attend this. And it's signed with initials ZFS.
4: ZSF.
1: It's a ZF-S.
4: Anybody have a clue as to who that could be or what that could be? Because I will share didn't, this with the rest of the team. Didn't
3: we meet a certain someone recently who had a lot of uh, power and position in the
2: area? Yeah, the guy that set up our first job, right?
1: Well, there is, I mean, you guys met a, a corrupt the official who set up your initial kind of stealing the truck. Yes.
0: I don't know. Did the initials mean anything to me? Why don't some of you make a memory check?
2: Oh, I can do that. A boatload of dice. Three hits.
0: Uh, two for me. Memory,
2: memory.
1: And don't forget your wound penalties.
0: Yes, by the way, Pod Ray, um if you didn't, uh, you should have probably used Edge on your um, recovery test. <coughs>
4: uh, well, I, I was going to do that, but people were speaking, and uh, I didn't want to talk over the top of them.
0: So, oh, getting two of those back is nice, but, you know, if you could re-roll your misses and get more back, um, that'd be even better.
4: Yeah, so I re-rolled the five misses and got zero hits. Ah, crap. Yeah. (laughs) Five hits.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, Yeah, lately you have this image of uh, an outfit in this beautiful, pristine white, a white uh, hat with an orange band around it. And uh, the name Zenta Fuller Shiro. It's especially, you have this image, you see him, and you also see these Jaguaros in uh, heavy military security armor uh, questioning people for the IDs uh, in that uh, bar that you went to with all the dock workers.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, was this the Cedar Krupp guy? No, this was the the cop, wasn't it?
1: No, he's the Cedar Krupp guy. Oh. Uh, you because uh, very soon after that, you guys got all of the the playground that is now completely built uh, out uh, and the donation of the Hermes icons.
0: All right, Potter, uh, you can go to your meeting, but you're going to have to take it really easy here. No strenuous activity. I mean, none, okay? Not well, anything above, like... card a, a...
4: says to all of us to go.
0: All right, well, I'll, I'll be there to make sure you don't over-exert yourself. We need to, um... Uh, Whatever you did, just don't do it again, okay?
4: Oh, we can count on that.
0: It messed you up bad. Like, I've seen people with gunshot injuries uh, walk away with less than this.
3: You gotta be careful with faster. that ancient elven magic.
0: I'm not sure it's elven. It, it was definitely ethereal, though. I mean, elves are definitely more of a attuned to, to magic and that sort of thing, which I suppose would... Uh, would suggest ethereal, but nothing of it really spoke to my uh, sense of elvishness.
1: The event is being held downtown at a hotel. Um, interestingly enough, it is at the hotel that um, uh, somebody took a, a little sniper shot from during one of your last uh, jobs. All right, everybody, make sure your fake sins are up to date. You do have a nice set of fake sins. And the event is tomorrow night. He is at least giving you a day to prepare.
0: I'll have to so, clean my robes. Does that mean he gets another day to recover first? Yes. Okay, good. I'm going to do another medicine test.
4: Um, so since I'm resting, can I get my one point of edge back?
0: Nope. Ah, crap. Just one extra day.
4: Oh. Can I assist you on that?
0: Uh Sure. I've only got one rank, so you know, one extra die won't hurt, though.
3: Yep, take your extra die.
0: Uh, crap, okay. I should just let you make the main roll, then. But, uh, yep, uh, Padre, you get body times two plus one die, uh, to recover.
4: I have three more hits.
0: Hey, that's much better. That brings you down to three damage, right?
4: Uh, I believe so. Yes, three damage.
0: Good, good. Yep, uh, sans is providing you with herbal teas and uh special salves to rub on the you know parts that are showing the nasty blood blisters and also giving you uh various different uh uh whatever things to add to your your bath water to take a, a special bath every few hours uh, do certain meditations stretches that sort of thing he's uh i do whatever he can to assist you with his medicine skill but without uh, using anything that would uh you know, seem like lots of pharmaceuticals.
4: Sweet, perfect, Greedly More of a homeopathic uh,
0: rest up sort of thing. Uh, um, Sans will do his best to uh, try to uh, uh, put things on some of the lower. Um, what are they called? Deacons, ushers.
4: Deacons. Oh, those are bishops,
0: right? Uh, no, no, bishops are like the, the middle management. Uh, I'm thinking like the um, like the assistant manager types. Deacons, would right? Be a deacon correct yep. uh sands will try to basically have the try to get the deacons to to kind of run things uh, at the at the church for the moment and, and try to uh try to leave padre alone for the moment as well because he's he's exhausted and injured from uh doing what he can to protect the community against uh, evil spirits that would be three hits on my contest uh, i guess as best i can and though it's not technically untrue so the best kind of lie. So how are you guys getting down to uh,
1: the downtown?
4: Not one cab. Can we call a uh, no cab?
1: You can you can call a cab, yes. Not
2: one cab.
4: Why don't you want to use a cab?
2: For all bad things that have ever happened to us in cabs. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Over the course of that day, if I could, I'm going to spend a point of karma to raise my Catholicism knowledge skill to two. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, so you guys are going to the hotels downtown? Um, there's a kind of a uh, uh, old town area, and then there's a built-up area around it. This is in the built-up area, the Punto Patia, which is a little thing that juts out, kind of into the bay. It can build uh, build a tower, tower type apartments. So uh, it is a charity ball event. Uh, you guys. Uh, All dressing up nicely to go and attend. Padre has an invitation. Um, There's uh, lots of tight security. So what SINs are you guys using?
0: I've got a rating for fake SIN that also includes a fake license for restricted armor, my augmentations, also a license to train and use dogs professionally, and a paramedic license.
1: You know what's great about Aslan? You don't need licenses for some of that gear.
0: Fair enough, but uh, it's a rating 4 for all, to cover all that stuff. The only thing illegal that I have is my monofilament whip, which is undetectable, effectively, in the Bioware skin pocket in my head. All I need to do is run my fingers through my hair, make a palming check, and I am armed with deadly force if I need to be.
1: All right. Uh, so, on the basis of this initial result, none of you... All of you pass uh, whatever sin check occurs as you're traveling to this place.
3: <laughs> oh, that
0: was the sin check against us? Yeah.
3: On a uh, related side note, uh, I believe Padre collected a bunch of sins. Were those just for him, or did you pass those out to the to the group?
4: Uh, I got three rating six sins for one rep point, and I sold one of those back uh, for cash, and then we used the cash to buy a bunch of gear. And I still got uh, 17,200
3: new yen. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm using my fake rating too
4: soon. Works perfectly fine. Awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, I will want to have purchased some nicer clothing. It doesn't look like I have anything appropriate to wear on my character sheet.
4: Uh,
1: basically, you guys don't have high lifestyle. You you have to have buy some clothes to go.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be wearing my chameleon suit underneath a, I don't know, like a fine suit of clothing. I'll spend a few hundred hundred million on it.
4: I said I washed my nice robes and I bleached my collar.
2: Uh, you know,
1: priests uh, in ratty outfits, they fit
2: in anywhere. And there it Duke is. is just, Duke is just going to look like oh, he always does.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have a nice suit that has a, a collar that is somewhat suggestive of a priest-like look, but not directly of priestly vestments that would be offensive. Just something that suggests, like, hey, I'm the bodyguard of a priest, and I'm going to hang out near Padre and look look really cool, including some nice wraparound shades.
1: Okay. Uh, Duke. Uh- <laughs> So you okay? What do you look like again? That'd be interesting. Duke looks like
2: a Duke looks like a gutter punk, no matter what he's dressed in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, So all of anybody's interested can make an etiquette roll.
0: I would sure look to an etiquette. etiquette. (laughs) I got one hit. I'm not talking much.
4: (laughs) I got two hits. All
0: right, uh, Padre.
4: Yes.
1: Late going.
3: Only three hits.
1: Yeah. All right. So, Padre, um, you know, as long as you've got your pre-specimens, that, that, you know, you, that's fine. Um, uh, uh, lately, uh, but Padre and lately, you're, like, looking around at every, you know, of yourselves. And uh, you arrive at this place, to go, and you stand out. Um, you know, the Duke of Decks might work if this was a costume party. Because even though he's gutterpunk and gutterpunk might finish, it's not expensive, luxurious gutterpunk.
0: I'm gonna say overcomes. Hey, uh, Duke, maybe you should uh, hang back, uh, find some sort of spot um, out of sight nearby, and uh, go VR and do Matrix Overwatch.
2: What? Wait, they said this party was for everybody.
0: You I don't must fit made... in. I don't I've got some, dress. some
3: ideas here, um, uh, Sense. You wanna You wanna help me out with this? You've got a disguise skill, right?
0: Uh, I'll be right there.
3: I'd like to him. see what I can do to to spiff up the Duke of Decks and make him look presentable. Um, I'd like to, to assist Sans's disguise chest check, maybe, perhaps using right. my own etiquette skill to to give him advice on what what we can do to uh, to clean up our uh, our seedy looking decker.
0: All right, so I'm going to make our way over to a nearby um, one of the nearby bathrooms just inside, and. I'm expecting with a larger bathroom and a nice hotel, in an area like this, the, it's one of those places that has a, like a bathroom attendant working there. I'm going to. Oh.
1: Okay. Um, so lately with your, with the three etiquette, you, there, there's, there's basically your choices are kind of, you can go in there like you are and just go, yeah, we, we don't belong here, but you're with the Padre and this is about a charity event and maybe you're the poor souls that need money or whatever. The other way, if you want to fit in, you guys can disguise and look different. You're going to need to commit to buying expensive stuff. And now that's easy. There's these beautiful jewelry and clothes stores and accessory places right here in the hotel. All the best things are right here. So you, you can go shopping easily and do it. You know, you go hit that place and get that suit and then go right in. No problem. You, can, you guys can kind of push yourself up uh, in there. It's not really, so having people not identify you is different than whether you fit in to uh, this this event and location. So people do dress differently and there's all kinds of styles, but they're wealthy. Uh, And I don't want to give an impression that, you know, just because you guys don't fit in doesn't mean you won't be admitted. You guys have an invitation.
3: Yeah, I just want to try to keep the uh the duke from standing out in a in a negative way. Um yeah, if we well, can if we can uh make him up to to look like uh perhaps the uh the um the example piece of uh what the padre is looking to help in the community, that might be another way to go. <laughs> and uh, I like the uh I like that idea. The, the duke is one of the uh um the so blessed, uh, blessed uh, uh, people of need in the community. So
1: that that might be one. You just some okay, Duke. You, you got to pee in your pants.
3: We can uh, make him look like he's trying to dress up in a a pitiful way so that his, uh, his sad, uh, poor clothing is, a, uh, is an obvious attempt at uh, being the, the fancy, high-quality clothes that they have here, but fails in such a way as to make everyone say, aw, isn't he precious?
0: Right, and uh, I've got some Nova Coke he can take, so it looks like he's on drugs. Because, you know, he would be.
3: Okay. It'll make this all better.
1: All right, so, boy, uh, what kind of role do you want to do for this?
3: Um. Let's see. I mean, there's there's con, there's disguise.
2: I, I guess there's etiquette. What do you guys think would be most appropriate here? You'll need your combined orders of all of them.
0: Well, I got disguise handling. and con. Uh, both of those seem appropriate to me, and I'm good at either.
3: Perhaps your disguise skill, assisted by my con,
0: sounds good. All right, I got four hits on my disguise roll.
3: Get yourself an extra of five dice with my assistance from con.
0: Okay, so two more hits that brings it up to six that's still under my limit.
3: oh, he's trying so hard. he thinks he's people,
1: so uh the Duke of Dex is now your uh your gutter punk poster boy uh, uh as the example of all the people that uh Padre is trying to help.
0: I think the kilt really sells it.
2: Oh, there's no way you're getting me in a kilt. <laughs> You say that before you take a Nova Cook.
1: It's this beautiful pink kilt.
2: There's absolutely no way. No, I will wear that actually. I mean it's if it's sufficiently abrasive, I'll wear it.
1: Uh, it will totally clash with your hot lime green vest
2: with the with the anarchy button on it.
0: Fantastic. It's just garish enough. It might work.
2: I hope so because I'm gonna meet and greet the shit out of this party.
1: Alright, so uh, you go to this event, which is uh, this uh, high-class event. It's kind of meet and greet of all of these uh, 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 all of these wealthy donors and contributors. Uh, this is actually set up um, not with a big presentation stage. There's actually all these tables uh, around the outside of this room that have various uh, charities. Uh, sitting at the table and talking or standing at the table and talking to people as they come up uh, there's this, there's, a, there's a buffet bar, there's a drinks bar, there's uh, of course tables and places where people can sit but it's meant for people to walk around talk to uh, various people and you find out that uh, Padre, you have a table that uh, you, can, uh, you can park the Duke of Dex at and look, look at this poor child that we can help with your money. Sans,
0: Here. Yeah. Sans is standing around with his, uh, you know, outfit that is again, suggestive of a priestly look, uh, with his hair slicked back and wearing the wraparound shades and, and looking the, all the part of the strong, silent bodyguard to Padre, oh. uh, not speaking much. Uh, well, actually, if at all, it's in hushed tones directly to Padre and back and forth.
1: Right. Well, uh, Obviously, Sands, you are there to keep the Duke of Dex in line.
0: Oh, no, I did not sign on for that.
1: But that's what everybody assumes.
0: Oh, good. Uh, so I'm not actually held responsible for any of the Duke of Dex actions, just to be clear?
1: Oh, you you get the people look at the look at the Duke of Dex, and they kind of look at your group, and then they look at you, and they kind of look back and forth between you and the Duke of Dex, and so they're associating you with him.
2: Is, is, when I get eye contact, I'm going over to chat him up.
1: All right, you start uh, chatting people. They're all uh, achingly polite, and we'll talk to you for a little bit. I hope you get distracted by t- and go off to somebody else.
2: I'm shaking hands. You know, hey, how you doing? Love your money. It's fantastic. I'm just so happy you guys can like put down your your busy lives of luxury to come and, and and help out a poor schmuck like me.
0: I hang back and kind of stand at attention behind it with my hands folded in front of me, and kind of gradually move my head from one side to the other as if I'm scanning the horizon for signs of trouble, but generally don't do anything to interfere or otherwise to interact with any of these people. It just gives right. them a, maybe a sensation that if something happens, bad happens, there'll be somebody there to take care of it, but beyond that, I do nothing. Alright, uh,
3: lately? I'm dressed in my fancy, nice, uh, ace of, what is ace of coin, that's it, I think? And, uh, I'll be mingling and uh, getting to know folks and trying to do my best to uh, find out uh, who is here from the movers and shakers in the community. Okay. Of diamonds, that's what I'm wearing.
1: Alright, awesome, you've got the beautiful outfit. So, uh, a man dressed in brilliant, you know, people like you see the man, talk. think about the man in white and then the white outfit and you think but usually those are like cream colored. The, the man in white wears this brilliant white Outfits like starch, super blue, or something in it, so it's brilliant, shiny white. And then he's got—he's still wearing his hat with a little orange band on it. But he comes up to uh, Padre, says, "Ah, I'm glad to see you here, Padre." And he checks his hand, and as he's shaking your hand, he shares some arrows uh, with uh, Padre and to uh, uh, to uh, Lately. Um, actually, to all four of you, he offers uh, this kind of arrows, and you, if you accept or receive the arrow or hit on it, um, you get uh, kind of this pop-up of uh, basically the guest list, uh, and uh, and you, now you see throughout the room that uh, uh, you kind of get an overlay uh, on every, everybody here. Of course, is broadcasting their identity, but what you get with this additional layer. That uh, originates from uh, Zenta uh, Fuller Shiro is uh, the arrow indicators that give uh, they give like little tags to do more information, but they list things like titles and positions. Uh, And things uh, that uh, these particular people and there's seven and they and then there's these seven that are highlighted, and he says and he says I think you'll want to pay special attention to these seven and get to know them in one way or another. Uh, They may not contribute uh, to your cause immediately, but I think uh, you'll find them of interest.
4: I will make sure that somewhere during the night I will contact. Those three people, and uh used my best etiquette skills to converse with them,
0: Psst, make sure to get late make sure to patch lately and so we can advise you on this Mm-hmm.
4: is that champagne
2: like real champagne? I don't think I've ever had that before.
0: they it's, it's, gonna give it. a slow nod if you
2: drink, if you drink all of it you will feel real pain oh yeah i'm I'm, I'm a double fist at classy style,
0: yeah, so I'll be hanging out with um. Uh, the Duke, as time goes on, it gets more and more outrageous. I will eventually just join in with the partying. But um, up until that point, I'm hoping that uh, Lately has been able to assist uh, Padre in doing whatever social networking he needs to do.
3: Do you need me to roll for the assistance? Uh,
0: what are you trying to
1: accomplish?
3: Padre?
4: Yes. Uh, to make contact, see if they want to contribute, or at least make uh, get names of these people that they were highlighted.
1: Uh, Maria Gemma Aparicio Himno, Melania Guerra Manso, Gaisca Cantero Saavedra, Francisco Angel Granados Ferreira, Candida Calderon Bastida, Maria Milagros Echeverria Amado, and Patricia Maria Olmedo San Juan.
4: Yes, so I'm going to talk to all those people. Do you want me to roll etiquette or... uh...
1: What are you you're just trying to introduce yourself or make yourself known to them and what they can ask them what they can offer uh, to your church, right?
4: Exactly. Not well, not what they can offer, more like any any help uh, any help at all, the smallest donation would be greatly appreciated and go so far helping the the less fortunate and the downtrodden.
1: Okay. Uh your only social skill is etiquette so uh, yes so, so you can roll that and that's just about fitting in and doing and you're basically making the standard request for help yeah. so you can and you know that's actually your job here you have a table to do it at uh, you're representing the local charities or your local charity so it is and you know it's entirely reasonable for you to approach them. Or approach everybody here and make your pitch um, i'd like so. to
3: assist him by kind of bookending his presentation you know uh, uh meeting people introducing them to him and then you know talking with them afterwards to uh, i guess try to cement the the positive impression the padre may have given during his his discussion with them
0: and i well, gave them helpful nicknames over ar to make them more easy to remember
1: so uh, what you can do lately is actually you c- it's very reasonable to be, that you could, would represent or be the church's money man or money handler or accountant. Uh, so going with Padre to deal with any details that people are willing to do money or operating money uh, is actually a role uh, within the, the, the church you know, do it you know when they run their business. So you can take that, be there as that person. Uh, for Padre hey,
2: so, Did I tell you oh, when hey. I met Padre that I was sleeping on the street And <laughs> look at me now, I squat in an abandoned factory Yeah Crazy
1: It's so nice to not have the acid rain melting your face As you're sleeping in the street
2: That is so true, I'm glad you can sympathize
4: mm. uh, So did I get my edge back after resting and eating Over those last two days?
1: No You're not getting edge back till you fully heal
4: and you won't let me spend karma to buy another point of edge
1: not until uh, you fully heal, and this phase is over,
4: okay, so on eight etiquette dice I got zero hits.
3: you get uh, extra of up to five more dice on that with my assistance on etiquette oh, depending on what your ranks
2: in it is,
1: you can get one more. Where did you find a <laughs> where did you find a bottle hits. of tequila there, Duke
2: i mean like they got a whole like it's, it's everywhere look at these people
1: yep there is a there is a fountain of alcohol in here all right they give have, me that uh it's really cool they also have a fountain of chocolate
2: dude i'm totally gonna dip a finger in it and just take a taste
1: it's terrible it's not chocolate it's cocoa
2: i mean that still be like really tasty if you like the bitter stuff
1: oh yeah but it's it's original cocoa wow it's tastes fantastic but it's not chocolate, so you're bitterly disappointed. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> Father is, Padre is totally unsuccessful in in <laughs> gaining any sympathy because he does the crass approach of just going right up and saying, "I need your money. Give me your money." Or it seems that way, or that's the kind of reaction that the, these people are doing. But uh, lately, uh, it does. Uh, you do get to have an initial inter- uh, interaction with them. Is there anything you're going to try and do other than just making sure you fit in and and get a conversation? Uh, otherwise, what you guys can do is you can do judge intention tests uh, for what you think about these seven people.
2: Uh, I I know they're assholes. That's what I think.
1: So we can skip the Judge Intentions test.
2: I'll do my Judge Intentions because
3: I may want to uh, uh, have a more targeted approach. Four hits on Judge Intentions. Eight hits on Judge Intentions.
1: Alright, so Padre, clearly they don't like you. You've just come up and grab money. You, you know, there's, you get that, man, they, these people are willing to give money or do some charity. They're all here to do that um their their uh their intent of you know hey, they have money, they want to share you know whatever reason that they have for sharing uh, money or helping people they're here to do that, but they did not react well to you when you came up. you know that they're not giving money is something personal about you that they didn't like uh when you interacted with them um you're not you know not sure. Uh, what it is, you're off your game, maybe this injury has affected you in some way, but or you chose a wrong approach, or maybe they didn't like uh, having the gutter-punk Duke of Dex. Uh, though you don't think it's that, or you're just thinking, oh, wow, uh, they they just all put off by you um, uh, in there. Um, you don't get uh, much other read than these are all Im- important people. Uh, lately... Uh, you're going along and like, trying to follow it with Padre, but really this is just kind of an initial meet with them, you know, interaction, uh, get to know them a little. Uh, and what uh, uh, you get the same thing. You go okay, Padre, you know, going to them and just kind of starting out with the thing. He screwed it up with each one of these. Uh, he's off his game. Whatever, he was not reading things right or uh, something. But it didn't work out uh, with Padre. But um, uh, for these people, uh, for all seven of them, uh, none of them, all seven of them are there because it's actually... They're here like this is a job. They're here, they're supposed to publicly donate or give charity as if, you know, okay, you guys here's your money you're going to give to charity. Their accountant told them, go give this money to charity on your deduction and you have to spend 2% of this on it. Go do it. Uh, And that's what they're all doing here. I mean, yes, they're networking, whatever, but this is a chore for them to be at this event uh, and doing this stuff. Um, You also get the impression these are all... um, These people are all people that work, but don't need to work so you're you're you're, there there uh and the other thing that you kind of figure out is all 70 seven of these are uh as technology shareholders
3: you know i think i'm going to to key in on the the aspects of it being being a job for them and that they uh they're doing it as a a thing that uh that they need to do as part of their social position and uh you know after after padre gets done talking with them about the donations i'm going to suggest that uh, perhaps they uh would benefit from a a more up close and and personal view of what the 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 tragedy of the poor their their life is like and play it up as uh like uh oh, what do you call that uh, an experiential vacation type of thing where People get to try out uh, new and exciting things almost like a, a role-playing event for them where they can come and uh, experience the the life in the the favela with without with appropriate safety precautions of course so that uh, there's no you know uh, you know uh, mortal danger of any sort but they can get a a real feel for where their money is going and, and what it is helping. And, of course, get plenty of uh, selfies to go up on their me-feeds as they do it.
1: Um, well, why don't you uh, make your pitch? So, what are you going to use to do that?
3: I'm thinking, uh, fast talk might be appropriate here. A specialization out of con.
1: Okay.
0: If I can, I'll step in and say a few words to, to back you up. No, no, I'm never mind. I'm at a different location. Drink the tequila with the duke. <laughs>
3: and i'd like to edge that six total hits
0: okay um so is your
1: intent uh, you're pitching them about kind of this experiment you know oh experience the poor appreciate blah blah blah, what you're going to do for them um what's your goal with that
3: um I guess I've got a two-part goal. One is to, to get them to show up and donate money. And for those that uh, show up and don't donate what I feel like is an appropriate amount of money, my, uh, uh, my idea is that we can get them into a, a situation where we might be able to orchestrate some sort of a, a blackmailable situation uh, that may pull out extra cash from them. I'm I'm seeing these folks as walking cred sticks for us at this point to to fund our activities. So yeah, once we get them, you know, out of their ivory tower and onto the the streets, we might be able to, uh, you know, either get them to actually donate the money or get them into a position where they'll be forced to to give us money.
1: Okay, um, so uh, Maria Gemma Apolicio Jimeno. Um, and uh, Melania Guerra Manso, those two agree that at some future date, they they express inf- interest that you're confident that, hey, this sounds interesting, they may try it. Uh, the five others um, turn you down, but the five that turn you down, you're pretty sure... That uh, this uh, interaction has g- you, you have an if opportunity to follow up like it's uh, you would know think you, with the other five that you will have an opening in the future that you can maybe do a cold call or visit or make an appointment to come to office, and you have a, might have an opportunity to do some other pitch to them cool uh, in there okay. Uh, and you've talked to them some more I told you, yep. Yeah. So, um, they all have positions in various companies, but you don't know how active they are in doing the work, uh, in, uh at these places.
2: Hey, Sands, did you hear the one about the, uh, the dead executive? Uh,
0: the who, what? No, no. Uh, oh. I don't know that one.
2: So what do they call, uh, an executive buried up to his head in the sand?
0: Uh, what? A good start. That's <laughs> uh, very non-specific. I mean, you could use any, like, if you didn't like bass players, you could say bass players buried up to the neck in the sand. I mean, it's just not a very good joke. I think you could do better than that. Don't get a downer. All right, all right. It was funny enough. I, uh, hold up my, the uh, little... The plastic cup that <laughs> that I've acquired from one of the nearby one of the nearby small bars. It's currently empty of tequila.
1: So, uh, Duke, do you still have that law knowledge skill?
2: Uh, I believe so. Let me look. Oh yeah, still got lots of knowledge in law.
1: And three hits, have, I do.
2: Uh,
1: and can you make your? I think you have corporate subsidiaries.
2: Yep. One second. We got four hits on that.
1: Okay. Um. So all of these candidates they don't all, they all work for different companies. Um, but as, you know, you're spending the evening hanging out with Sands, drinking tequila, while uh, Lately and Padre are trying to socialize uh, uh, with a lot of people, and you guys you know, are spending uh, a couple hours doing this. Um, you recognize that actually all these subsidiaries uh, uh, form... Uh, kind of the core uh, set of companies that are uh, dealing with building a space elevator. Like, if, if you look at what are the companies doing in space, each one of them is uh, is serving in, in each one of each one of those subsidiaries. That these seven people are are the s- seven different companies that are the major subsidiaries supporting uh, the as technology part of building. Uh, the space elevator, um, and the law thing. Um, you know that the subsidiaries have some kind. Of, there's there's a connection between the parent comp- uh, the parent AAA and the subsidiaries. Uh, it typically, uh, it's the control mechanism is that there's Typically, an office, a representative from the parent company, is in the subsidiary company uh, um, to either manage or control it or in voting position. So, uh, depending on who the people are, there are ways uh, that um, um, there's typically people who make the connection between the parent and the subsidiary company in the subsidiary
2: company. So I'll pass that knowledge along via AR. To the team non-verbally. It'll be like this. there will be like an AR error that makes a uh, one person says this schmuck works for so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And then that suit works for so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And then maybe a small manifesto tying my, my idea together. Handy.
3: I'm definitely going to be taking time later on after we, we get home from this event to put together profiles on all of these different people. oh
1: well- and uh, Duke, you can roll. The, anybody, you can roll your
2: conspiracy theories. Done and done.
0: What about organized crime?
1: Uh, you know, in, in some in the theories of uh, neo
0: anarchy, corporations could be considered organized crime.
2: Oh, they definitely are.
0: So and I yes, got two hits
2: on my my conspiracies.
0: I got four hits on my organized crime knowledge roll.
3: I got seven, seven hits for my elven conspiracies oh. and knowledge skills.
0: All right.
1: You know, anything involving Aslan and as technology is absolutely not an Elvin conspiracy. Uh, uh, was that two hits on just conspiracy there? Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, it could be this is a secret cabal meant to control everything through some kind of subcommittee kind of structure.
2: Well, I know that's the case.
1: And um, was this underworld conspiracy?
2: I think it was organized Mine crime. Mine was just general conspiracy theories. I believe Sans was the
1: organized crime, right? Sands, organized crime? All right. Yes, uh, that was four hits. Okay. Uh, these are not the kind of people that are in organized crime.
0: Yeah, I kind of got that vibe. I will drink enough tequila to get uh, moderately drunk, but not over the top.
1: It, the organized crime thing might have happened way back when with oral corporation when it first
0: started. But since then, no. Yeah, everybody knows about that. I'm not concerned about those connections. Anything, just like if they're connected to this person is connected to the Yakuza versus this person with Kavori, etc.
1: Uh, nope. If uh, if there were, if it was some, if it was uh, several of the other Japan Corps, yes, that would absolutely be something that would be there, but not here.
0: I mean, obviously, as technology itself is organized crime on the macro level.
1: Yeah. Yep, and if you think about, you know, the, the, the order from the corporate court to take away a bunch of stuff, not only are they in it, but even the other corporations recognize they're a criminal uh, corporation and needed to be punished.
0: However you shake it, they're bad news. <sighs> okay, um, I
1: think this is a kind of good point to wrap it up. Uh, you've got basically some leads you can research and follow up on and figure out what you can do. Uh, uh, with that, you also you might want to, of course, adjust and consider the source of the, the information that uh, that you're, you're getting. Um, uh, but the, there's something, someone thinks there's something of interest to you guys about these people. Uh, and uh, uh, certainly these are people of influence um, that uh, you can think about what you want to do with them and target them. I think you've already got some evil ideas that if nothing else, you can shake them down for money. Um, yeah, uh, you in can their, shake them
3: down to, for influence, too, which sounds like it might be even more useful.
1: Well, it depends on your objective. You guys do have an objective here, which isn't strictly about money.
0: I think uh, getting some sort of leverage on every one of these seven would be very useful.
3: Yep, that's why I'm going to be putting together a uh, uh, profile on all of them. And
2: money does also, go a long way to building a community.
0: Also, we do need to do something about that blue house. Well, I think it was more ethereal.
2: No, what? more cer- cer- cerulean.
0: Yes, yes. But if I say ethereal it just no one knows what I mean by that. Maybe a hint of azure.
1: The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and/or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and/or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners original content of the arcology podcast is licensed under a creative commons attribution 3.0 unported license so if you use any part of the show please give us credit